Hello, welcome to the Preacher Dad Podcast. My name is Jared, and I am the Preacher Dad. I blog over at PreacherDad.com on everything from parenting to politics to preparation. And yeah, I do alliterate things quite a lot. Yeah, uh, sorry, I'm a preacher. I can't help it. Uh, But I would love for you to go over there and check us out because we're trying to inspire and equip uh, Christians in this country and in all of Western civilization to engage in the culture war and to have a difference, make a difference for the next generation by pointing them to Christ. I'm glad to have you here with me today. I have some things I'd like to share with you. This podcast is uh, maybe a little controversial, but that's okay because I'm going to point out some important biblical truth to you. It has come to my attention that some of the Christian leaders that I admire have a certain belief that is unbiblical. Not that I'm surprised by that. Certainly, I don't expect to agree with anyone all the time. But this particular position is so completely unsupported by Scripture, is apparently more popular than I thought, and is directly affecting friends of mine, that I have decided it warrants an episode. Granted, it's an episode that most people probably won't see, but this is my only platform, this medium, so it has to suffice. Several otherwise reasonable folks apparently hold the position that interracial marriage is unbiblical. If you agree with this position, I'd ask you to just keep listening and see if my scriptural interpretation holds water. The only verse of scripture that I have ever heard used to defend this position is found in Numbers chapter 36. It says, This is the thing which the Lord doth command concerning the daughters of Zeliophiad, saying, Let them marry to whom they think best, only to the family of the tribe of their father shall they marry. So shall not the inheritance of the children of Israel remove from tribe to tribe. For every one of the children of Israel shall keep himself to the inheritance of the tribe of his fathers. And every daughter that possesseth an inheritance in any tribe of the children of Israel shall be wife unto one of the family of the tribe of her father, that the children of Israel may enjoy every man the inheritance of his fathers. It is said by some that this scripture is instructing us to marry within our tribe. And tribe is, of course, defined as our race. I've heard this taught as biblical doctrine. Very clearly, the context of this verse is referring to specific circumstances. And this command is related to the preservation of the inheritance of a tribe. God allowed Israelite women to marry into any tribe they chose. But if they had no brothers and their father's property was to pass to them, then God required them to marry within their tribe to prevent the land passing into another tribe. That is what this passage is about. The concept of race doesn't even come close to being part of the application of this passage. If we were to allow tribe to be defined as race, then what is to prevent us from defining tribe any way we like and using this passage to forbid any marriage with which we are uncomfortable? If I decide that tribe means nationality, then I could potentially use this passage to teach that Americans should not marry Canadians and that Japanese should not marry the English, 
Or I could define tribe as indicative of social status. So then those making $100,000 a year should not be allowed to marry those making only $25,000 a year. In no passage of Scripture that I have ever heard or read does God forbid the marriage of one, quote, race to another. I might have time to address how we really only have one race of humans, not several. The amount of pigment in our skin does not change our race or species. If you can prove me wrong, I would welcome the correction. He does forbid the marriage of believers to unbelievers in 2 Corinthians 6.14, but that is related to worldview and not in any way connected to genetics. Even the children of Israel were allowed to marry a foreigner if that Gentile would convert. See the story of Rahab in the book of Joshua for proof. But for those who need added proof, here are a couple interesting points. There is scientific evidence that there is only one race of humans. Dr. Ken Ham makes this point very clearly. In fact, he probably does a better job of making my point in this uh, episode than I have done. So you can check out some links that I'll leave in the show notes. There is also genetic evidence that a certain African tribe is descended from the Levites of old, and beyond that even descended from Aaron himself. They practice some of the Levitical law and have history indicating they came from Aaron. So some researchers decided to test that theory and found it to be accurate. Again, the link will be in the show notes. So if a Jew wanted to marry someone from this African tribe, would they be violating Scripture? And for those that idolize Moses, he married an African from Ethiopia and was never condemned or judged by God for doing so. Numbers chapter 12. One more link I'll leave in the show notes. Evidence that we are all one blood is an article about black and white twins. No, not, I'm not joking. It's for real. Two twins, biologically from the same parents, one's black, one's white. It is amazing, and I encourage you to check out these articles. You can check out the, uh, the links in the show notes or in the original post on the blog PreacherDad.com. Well, thank you, folks, for listening in. I hope this has challenged you to think biblically about uh, the, the way you look at the world. Your worldview needs to line up with Scripture. This is one of those things that's widely adopted, but it has no biblical foundation. Thanks so much for listening. God bless you, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.